Welcome to Le Wimlex Show, episode number 35, presented by Bright Payment Group in Stockholm, a debt agency based in Amsterdam, and of course, the leading e-commerce solution, Spryker. Today, uh, we are hosting uh, Markus from uh, Carl Duck. It's a very interesting new brand in the umbrella market. Uh, uh, actually, it's the first new brand in the umbrella market since like 50 years. Uh, some guys from Stockholm reinventing the umbrella, uh, premium umbrella. It's a very, very interesting story. And Lena brought them to our Stockholm office. So Lena, what was the most surprising thing you've learned about Carl Duck today? Probably the repurchase frequency that they mentioned. Um, having such an expensive accessory, you'd think you'd only buy it once for a really long time, but apparently they have quite loyal customers. So that was uh, interesting to see that they've managed to do that. Yeah, that's true. That's really interesting. But uh, we let it to Marcus to explain the whole story. Have fun with the podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Le Wimlek Show, hosted in Stockholm, Sweden today. Um, we have a special guest, a company that is very focused on one particular product, but doing it at a great scale of excellence, I'd like to think. Um, welcome, Carl Dag, represented by Marcus today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. With me, we have Alexander here today as a co-host. So we are a magical duo <laughs> uh, yep. together with Marcus here today. Marcus, do you want to say a few words about yourself and about uh, Carl Dung? Uh Well, yes, sure. Uh, so basically, uh, I have my roots from the finance slash banking industry. Uh, and uh, uh, that's where I started and I, and I loved it. But uh, Eventually, I became more and more interested in, in things that has more to do with creative uh, things and cre creativity and uh, sort of high degree of freedom. Mm -hmm. And uh, one route for that is basically doing something on your own instead of mm -hmm. working at a big bank, in, in my case. And uh, fortunate for me, I, I found a few people uh, that sort of shared the same dream and the sort of same visions. And we started out seven, eight years ago with uh, some different things. And, and one of the things that we ended up with was sort of founding Kaldag and Kaldag Stockholm. And what is Kaldag? Yes. Tell our listeners. <laughs> so uh, Kaldag, uh, we, uh, we make umbrellas. And mm -hmm. uh, we are certainly not the, the first company ever uh, that has come up with that idea, but mm -hmm. we have some twists to it as well. Mm -hmm. So just no one is leaving this podcast right away. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, basically what we do, we are, we are, we are doing premium Uh, umbrellas that are uh, crafted in in Sweden, and we have a kind of a different approach uh, in in uh, comparison to other uh, umbrella manufacturers in terms of uh, in terms of branding and in terms of online experience, purchase experience, and also I think uh, you know how we focus on on, on customers and so forth. So, uh, but but to make a long story short, how we come up with the idea? Mm -hmm. If you, you just uh, interrupt me if I'm sort of losing, <laughs> we will. We will. okay, losing the thread here. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, we had this meeting in a big conference room with big windows, uh, 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 could view the streets of Stockholm in this case, and all of a sudden the uh, you know the rain just uh, start pouring down. And the people got completely freaked out and started reaching for their uh, umbrellas. And that's when it uh, struck us the first time. We looked at like hundreds of people, well-dressed, you know, really sharp people running around with these uh, really like awful, small, shaky umbrellas with like real estate logos on them and so forth. And it like made no sense, right? They were dressed up from tip to toe. Uh, everything was so 
right in so many ways, but then all of a sudden it started raining, which it does in many countries, like almost every day. And everyone was totally surprised and brought up this really ugly rain protection product. And then we started talking about this, like, okay, maybe this is just a coincidence this time that there are so many ugly umbrellas at the same place. But then we started like, yeah, what does your umbrella look like and so forth? And we got a bit interested. Uh, You know, we we screened the market, the the, the physical market in Stockholm and and found absolutely nothing. We Hmm. thought it was a bit strange. Uh, We went online and then we got really scared, basically, because it felt like those few uh, online platforms or, or websites that sold umbrellas looked like they were like 15 years old or something. And all of the umbrellas were, you know, they were presented to the customer in a very obsolete and boring and dull way. Like, here is a protection, here's a here's a windshield or something. You know, it's, it's not even an accessory. And then we really started thinking about this, like, hey, here is something, here's a gap in the market. It makes no sense that the umbrellas should look this way. And also from a throwaway society angle how long can this last why would you know a a piece of uh, uh, you know uh, um, an umbrella that you really need in in so many uh, different situations uh, why is it why is it okay to buy that sort of product and just throw it down the the garbage bin when it you know if if it if it uh, if it breaks uh, which it does all the time and uh, so we started talking about this and and then uh, I I, um, together with my with my uh, colleagues we we contacted um, two guys uh, that were designers at this uh, called Konstfack it's a university of arts crafts and design or something in Stockholm Mm -hmm. and they were came from a completely different angle because they were not like they were not from the business angle they Mm -hmm. were from the design angle but they really agreed like yeah why is it by this you know really simple product everyone knows what it is why does it look like this these days it it used to look you know quite nice 50 years ago but now it looks like rubbish and they started sort of designing uh our first umbrella which eventually became then the first series that we that Hmm. we did and that was sort of the uh, yeah the 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 background so you're trying to establish umbrellas as a fashion accessory at the same time? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, a, it's a functional fashion accessory instead of a functional rain protection. Uh, so so it, it's, a, it's, a quite big, uh, it's a quite big difference, and that's what we are trying to do. And we will basically, I think we will come into that later on, but it's a really, that's a huge challenge for us in changing the mindset of thinking about what is really an umbrella and why is it a, an accessory and not just a function. When you started out with this, was the idea to build this into a full-time occupation or was it something you did at the side? Uh, well, uh, it, uh, I, I think it's a difficult question to answer because some part of you always wants to do something, or, uh, at least from my point of view, to do something big and to really you know, be a part of sort of a game changer. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, you might think that some of the things you're just doing it for fun because it's really cool to start a new company and uh, and to, you know, just start from nothing, from scratch, from a white piece of paper and just uh, all the things that comes with that. So uh, I think that I, I from, for me, but I think it's a different, might a slight difference between the different founders as such but Mm -hmm. for me I always had a dream about a a scalable product and I sincerely thought that uh, uh, an umbrella could be uh, a scalable product uh, to go online with worldwide so Mm -hmm. uh, yeah and you guys ship worldwide today yes we do we ship worldwide and the US is actually our largest market so on the online side uh, 50 to 60 percent of all our revenue comes from the the, the northern America so it's both Canada and the US Mm -hmm. 
Maybe you can say a few things about the product. We were actually filming, so we could have shown it today. Yeah, yeah, but, oh. I, but I can implement the, uh, the website uh, picture in the film. That's no oh. problem at all. And we, we, we can do that, yeah. And, I, I, uh, and you got me with your point. Uh, uh, there are guys uh, nicely dressed with uh, umbrellas with real estate logos. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, so I, I would be really interested. So what, uh, what the like, USP is. I, I understand the story. So I understand like, your, your, uh, your market. Uh, your market vertical. Mm. Um, I think I, I I don't even remember if I know a brand of umbrellas. I, I think I know Knirps, which is like the yeah, mm -hmm. it's a German. Uh, I think it's a German Compact one. Compact yeah? umbrellas, yeah. Compact yeah. umbrellas, uh, uh, which is like it's a tempo for umbrellas um, in, in Germany. Uh, but I would be really interesting in like price points, uh, USP. Is there a smart umbrella connected mm -hmm. to the mm -hmm. to the uh, to the uh, mm -hmm. smartphone? Mm. First of all, uh, that's a brilliant point of yours, and something that I actually forgot to to say that when th that was also one of the first things we you know we discussed. Like, so what what are the other brands like? You know, and and we tried to come up with like, do we know any umbrella brands? Mm -hmm. And then we said no, but it's, it's likely just a coincidence. So we started talking to friends and stuff, and we ended up with like, how is it possible that like, like there are you know billions of a certain product in the world. I mean, everyone knows brands in, in terms of everything, like zippers, you can mention a brand, but you cannot mention a brand on the umbrella. That's something that's really, uh, really strange. Uh, so that was also one thing that said that there is a big sort of uh, room or there's a lot of room for coming in from a more sort of branded angle. And that is, if I say so, one of the uh, unique selling points that it is actually a brand or something that you hopefully can relate to. We have this, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a very traditional Scandinavian design heritage. Our story and our materials and the way we are producing our umbrellas in uh, the last remaining umbrella factory in, in, in Northern Europe, actually, in Sweden. So it's, it's sort of, uh, it, it really, it, it's really about that sort of, uh, uh, of, of, of brand and, and a feeling about the product. That's true. It's the last factory. Uh, yeah, the last yeah. remaining factory. So it's the factory. last European umbrella. So that's, well, that's if, a cool yeah, tagline. Yeah, in Northern and, Europe, uh, and in Northern Europe, and uh, the, the guys that are running it is uh, the like third or fourth generation umbrella manufacturers, uh, and uh, and uh, we are doing this together with them, and it's really really cool. And uh, of course, I mean, to some people, that is also something that is important that this is really made with love, and it, it's it's really it, it, you know it means something to these guys. It's not something that they're just throwing out there, and I think that you know. Uh, people like that and uh, uh, if, in, in terms of the umbrella of course it's you know like it's, it's in walnut wood and, and the uh, cot cotton linen sort of canopy is, is fantastic in the Swedish leather from 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 local farms on an island called Öland in Sweden and so forth so every sort of piece of the umbrella has a story as such and if you're interested in those sort of things like we were and especially uh, Carl and Carl, who are the de designers that I mentioned previously, like it was extremely important for us that every part of the umbrella must have a story. It must have a sort of a depth, and it it, it it's not something that you just pull together. It's something that you you know, uh, and that's also why it took sixteen months to to make the first series. We thought it would take like two or three months, right, to get <laughs> all the material and start uh, manufacturing these, but it took sixteen months. So it was a really long, uh, it was a long journey. Coming back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, the, the, but, the, but the only thing I understood so far is that, like, instead of the real estate logo, there's now the 
call duck uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, take, yeah. take yeah. On, on it. Yeah. I got, is there like a meaning for uh, behind the name for mm-hmm. its German listeners? Yeah, well, so Carl is actually the name of the two designers. And also my name is, is Carl as well, which is, also, of course, just a coincidence. Uh, in, in terms of, of, of Doug, it means uh, it's a Swedish word for... Uh, like a dew in English is like uh, what you can have in the morning. You have dew on the grass or on, on leaves. Mm-hmm. And so. ah, okay. it's, a, it's a really nice. Uh, uh, it's, it's a really nice word we think, and it's also well, it's four letters, four letters, and uh, this the like the logo, the C and D. You can sort of yeah, it's it's uh, it 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 adds up, and 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 we sort of like that that brand. But coming back to your question, from a customer perspective, why should I buy it? You can always think about the functional angle. So, okay, so it's very robust. It's much bigger uh, than, a, than a normal umbrella. It, it looks much better, of course, because it's better material and so forth. And uh, so you have all those, those functional parts, and some customers are interested in that. Mm-hmm. But not everyone, but some are. Some are more interested in, okay, so where are these manufacturers? You know, how can we make sure that these are genuine materials, whatever it, it might be? Uh, other people... Uh, cares more about the sort of um, uh, the design elements mm-hmm. like uh, how, the, how how does it look it, it, it's not that important what sort of material it is it's just like how does it look mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's different angles for for different uh, customers but still and maybe we will get back to that there are there are some umbrella nerds in the world and mm-hmm. of course those are the ones that are easiest to sort of talk to and mm-hmm. to that can relate to us uh, but we think that is, you know, it should be a much broader uh, crowd, really. That should be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it could be something for everyone here to mm-hmm. to um, sort of compl- uh, to to put uh, a nice umbrella into your wardrobe, basically, mm-hmm. because it's. Uh, what is the price for a standard umbrella? Well, <clears throat> so it's uh, it's uh, the uh, the original series that we have is like thirteen hundred Swedish, which is roughly one hundred and thirty euros. Uh, then we do some limited series that are a bit more expensive and just coming I don't know if this is interesting for anyone but it seems like if you're going into the premium slash luxury market that we are uh, customers don't care if it costs 130 160 and 120 mm-hmm. if they want it it's more important the, the, the price I mean we have tried you know in, in the beginning also we tried with some sales uh, you know things that we did and, and and we tried to lower the price I don't know on some product and uh but it, it, it's really not the biggest driver. The biggest driver is sort of creating the desire of, of you know, having this umbrella by your side or in disguise. And, and before Carl Duck, so I got the price thing, like for a guy who's getting like the free umbrellas with the real estate uh, logo on, yeah. on it, it's, it's, it seems incredibly ex- expensive, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but it's like hopefully a durable, sustainable product. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but before Carl Duck, there was no premium umbrella available in um, high fashion stores or whatever. More or less not. So there are a few European especially UK mm-hmm. uh, manufacturers. And I I can sincerely say that they are extremely good in what they're doing, but they are very old-fashioned. It's very traditional. It doesn't rhyme very well with the urban, mm-hmm. you know, the, the urban, like, culture and where we are right now in 2020. So it's very old-school. Uh, it's, it's, it's very posh. And, and I mean, they, are, they have been doing their umbrellas, especially in UK since the, you know, 1800s, uh, 1900th century. And they're doing it very well. But what we were missing was this sort of premium slash luxury, a more modern umbrella. And in Sweden, if you wanted to buy a premium umbrella prior to Carl Dag, you had to go to the UK. Mm. Or buy it from a very obsolete online platform where you had to pay like 
you know, 50 pounds for getting it here. So mm-hmm. that's also one thing that we might come back to. But like, it has to be really easy for the customer. The online experience, it must be just two clicks away. You cannot have all these sort of uh, uh, hidden fees or that you should pay for shipping and so forth, because then you take a lot of the purchase experience away. Mm-hmm. And also you start thinking like, what am I really paying for here? And that was also sort of the big thresholds in, in, in buying an umbrella. Uh, in, in, in Sweden, at least, or in Scandinavia. So uh, more or less nothing uh, except these old school UK manufacturers mm. that are mm. doing what they've been doing for, for, for centuries. And, and, and maybe one, uh, one, one question for the target group left. So uh, like your initial moment when you started thinking about the idea, like with a room with hundreds of people uh, 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 running around with uh, bad umbrellas with mm. real estate logos. In this room, how many people would buy a uh, Caldac uh, product? Yeah, so there are there are some uh, data on this and uh, some statistics. Uh, and there was this big survey in the US made by uh, um, an insurance company. Uh, uh, and they came up with that uh, 11% of all the people in, in the US are buying a, a new umbrella each year. So that's sort of some, some sort of benchmark or, 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 or bottom line figure for starting to looking at how big is how big is the market but you could say that of all umbrellas that are bought is roughly one to two percent of them are in the premium segment that's the the estimations that we have done so then you can sort of make the the math so it's, it's one to two percent yeah. <laughs> of eleven percent i'm just i'm just thinking about the whole time when was the last time i bought an umbrella and i can remember like one deal i did i think 10 years ago at like ebay there was like Uh, a so-called um, a B quality uh, uh, assortment, and then I bought like 20 umbrellas mm-hmm. for one euro each. It was a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in our household, it's like uh, you have like uh, two umbrellas uh, uh, thrown in the in the trunk uh, trunk of mm-hmm. the car, uh, two umbrellas in the garage yeah, in the sure. corner, like mm-hmm. one umbrella at the kindergarten, and you actually. If you forget it, you don't care. Just exactly. The next one. So of it's a, like it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a totally different use of a product compared to what you're uh, definitely uh, uh, describing. Definitely. But that's the thing. Like if a if a if a handbag for a woman would cost one dollar, she would probably lose it everywhere as well. But if you buy a you know Louis Vuitton uh, handbag, you know where it is at all yeah. times. And the same goes for uh, our umbrellas. Actually, this was one of the first sort of. <laughs> Things that we heard when we started briefing this idea with friends. Like, mm. are you crazy? This sort of price tag, it will never work because, you know, people will lose it all the time. But the funny thing is that it, it our customers don't lose their umbrellas. It's, it's very rare that people get back to us saying, oh, I have to buy a new one because I just lost it. Because it's something really nice. It's something you hold dear and it's something that you have invested in. And then if it's an umbrella or if it's, a, you know, whatever it is, a coffee mug... If this coffee mug would cost a lot of money uh, and it would be mine, I would I, I would know where it was basically, and that's just I think uh, you know how the human brain works, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but 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 of course, if you buy like twenty <laughs> umbrellas for for one euro or one euro each, then you will likely lose them in a month. Mm-hmm. Alex is not in the target group. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, 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 I'm ten, not sure. Ten years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, now, well, <laughs> if, like, if, if, if my my wife is like asking me like for birthday and Christmas present. That would definitely be something on the list, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. Now we've been talking about, um, think about like um, if you have cufflinks, you know, mm-hmm. or if you have a scarf or whatever. Would you have a scarf with a local real estate broker saying Skandia Mäklarna or a, or a cufflink where it said Biltema? I mean, it's absurd. No one would say, like, no, 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 but that's not the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. 
If you view it as an accessory. If, if you view it as an accessory. Yeah. But, but then there's a long story that it used to be an accessory mm. for, for, I don't know, hundreds, hundreds of years or so, or 100 years or 80 years or whatever. But then China came and all these low production cost countries started, uh, you know, uh, doing these umbrellas at a very cheap cost, at a very poor quality, and funded it by by uh, making them as, as as market pillars like start started you know branding them with different with different brands and mm. uh, so uh, and and uh, that has been sort of the uh, how how it ha- how the business and the market has evolved for many years so the biggest uh, the, once again the biggest challenge for us is the mindset like why should i pay 130 euros for something that i can get for free mm. or buy for for 1 euro at ebay but let's say that you've achieved that, because I'm sure there are people, exactly as you say, who view mm-hmm. umbrellas as accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that you would, in that segment then, or in that target group, you would also compete with the high fashion labels who also offer umbrellas. I mean, you can get Burberry umbrellas, you can get MS umbrellas. And then your price point, I would say, is comparatively low, because those umbrellas can be two, three hundred euros instead. And of course, they come with a desirable brand. Is there, it has a big is there an umbrella from MS? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So obviously, mm-hmm. Lena, Lena know, would know. I, I, yeah. I do. <laughs> but but also, uh, even those umbrellas, most of them at least, and I, I will not talk badly about competition. Because oh, you it's, can. It's a free podcast. Okay, it's then a, I will. Uh, now I will tell you the truth <laughs> about the competition. No. But uh, uh, the thing is that most of these uh, so-called uh, high-end umbrellas that you buy, they're actually bought off the shelf from China as well, mm-hmm. and they're just, just sc- sc- screen printed mm-hmm. uh, with the, whatever it might be. So we have like. Uh, uh, Swedish, Scandinavian sort of uh, high-end design brands that are doing this and we know exactly where they're buying it from and so mm-hmm. forth. So it's not really the same thing, but of course you need to be a bit more interested uh, in it to, or we have to be better of sort of conveying this message to mm-hmm. the customers. That is actually a big difference, but that's hard because you don't really want to compare yourself with other manufacturers and brands because then you go into some sort of guerrilla war which is uh, i don't think is beneficial for anyone and Mm. we have chosen not to do that Mm. so we are never comparing our products with others but if we would if we were to do that it would be uh yeah quite clear that our product is uh quite superior to to many of the other uh, brands so it's quality that would set you apart Definitely, from, from the, the, the craftsmanship products. part of it. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it goes from a, that you have people actually designing it from scratch, from a white piece of paper. You have people working with the umbrellas, assembling them in a small workshop up in the, you know, the woods mm-hmm. in, in Dalarna. All of the, those things, it will, you, you will obviously create a different product. So mm-hmm. it's quite an interesting company we have here. We have a very old school product. But uh, I think a quite new way of thinking about how to, you know, to 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 get it out in the world. The, the, our sort of thinking around online, mm-hmm. how we, you know, I don't know if you have seen like the media we have, but how we, you know, all the images, the, the pictures that we're using, the words that we're using, and also of course the, the 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 purchase experience. One thing why you would never buy uh, a Kaldag maybe for 130 euros is that when you think about buying an umbrella in a, in a store, uh, you know, uh, you will normally find it in a black plastic bin in front of the, you know, the desk or the, the cashier. If you, if you were to take a, a really expensive shirt and throw it down that bin, would you buy that shirt? No, you wouldn't because you expect to find a shirt there on the wooden mm. you know, shelves, mm. lighted and everything, you know, with nice hang tags and everything. That's obvious, but in in terms of umbrellas, for some reason you just stuck it, you know, you just throw it down in this bin or whatever, mm-hmm. it, whatever it is. And of course, from a 
you know, why would you, why would you, why would that create a desire to buy something? Mm-hmm. So it's also about that. How the you, presentation. The presentation the is, is half, is half, I mean, I think it's even sometimes I wonder what's the biggest part of Kaldag. Is it really the, the product or is it the way we present the product? You know, the boxes, there were, there are no <laughs> umbrella manufacturers sort of uh, selling their umbrellas in boxes like we do, for instance, with hang tags and, and, and all that stuff. And that's really important. And one thing that we think will change, will help change the, the, the attitude towards mm-hmm. the product. Mm-hmm. So speaking of presentation then and, and sales, how do you sell actually? You have an online shop, obviously. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we have a, 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 um, roughly 10 physical retailers. Uh, uh, a majority of them are in, in, in Sweden and in Stockholm, where we are quite well established and in Gothenburg. And then we have uh, uh, two in, in Northern America and uh, a few in continental Europe. Uh, however, that is something that we really need to uh, pay a lot more attention to and to invest a bit more in because they are very important market pillars and credibility pillars. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, I mean, of course, we, we, if we were to choose, we would like to sell everything online. I mean, the, the, it's like it's about cutting the middleman. Uh, you know, you get completely different volumes. You own the customer relationship. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you, you know, go out to retail, they own the customer. I mean, we cannot do anything with that. Uh, they can, I mean, if we sell things online, uh, we can uh, invest in ads and, and people will come to our shop. We, I mean, we cannot do anything about what people and how many people should come into a certain department store. But they are important from a marketing perspective and from a credibility uh, perspective. So, so for brand building mostly? Mostly mm-hmm. for brand building. And we like to, of course, expand that business also, but it's really hard. Because uh, they, uh, I mean, they take 60 to 70% of all the revenue. And if you have, like we do, you know, a very uh, expensive uh, production, you know, that's just how it is mm. with the uh, uh, product that, with that we have. comparatively small numbers, at least to other Yeah, exactly. So we lose money. If we, would, if we were to sell, umbrella, sell umbrellas at Bloomingdale's, we would definitely lose money for every umbrella that we sold. And that's just a, that's just a harsh reality right now that we have to, you know, just to deal with but on the other hand the uh, margins on the online side is is uh, is quite good um, so for the swedish market yeah. um i know that at, or i think i know that you can actually buy carl dog umbrellas at enco yes in stockholm the largest department store this is the largest and most sort of famous uh, i think department store in sweden and that's actually not a profitable channel for you guys it's purely for brand building exposure uh, that's a plus people. minus uh, deal mm-hmm. yeah. so it, it, it depends on the size so if, if you have a nk or nco that's that's really sort of plus uh, plus minus zero but if you have like smaller retailers you could definitely make a few percents but it's also a lot of work working with these retailers. It's not mm-hmm. just that you ship them 50 umbrellas or so. It's a lot of things that come with it in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, legal stuff. Uh, you, they, they might want you to be a part of different marketing drives and whatever it might be. So you, re, you, you have to invest in that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm saying is that if we were to close a big deal with a big, uh, you know, store like, I don't know, uh, say say Bloomingdale's, uh, this mm-hmm. is the first one I can come up with. Then we would definitely lose money on, mm-hmm. on that. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a, um, a mid range, like pricing and target group wise uh, uh, um, retailer, like Karstadt Kaufhof, for example, in, in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, the big box uh, uh, retailers. Um, is, is are those interesting customers for you, like uh, wholesale customers? 
It would be like an Orleans, I think, in Sweden, oh. by, by comparison. So not quite as premium as okay. Livianco. Well, yeah, but 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 when I when I when I think about like the product category, mm. um, like in uh, in smaller towns or like even in bigger towns, mm. I, I would say uh, if people wanted to buy an umbrella, they would rather would look for it at such a such a store like Kaufhof or or Karstadt. And of course, they have like. There's no MS in the store, uh, but they are really expensive uh, brands when it comes to uh, uh, um, baggage brands like um, uh, Remover, for example, is like there as a brand, mm -hmm. uh, which could be the same um, uh, pricing target group you are aiming for. Somebody who's yeah. paying like 400 euro for a Remover bag probably would pay like 100 euro uh, for a yeah. umbrella. umbrella. Mm -hmm. That could definitely be an alternative. Uh, But you know there is an uh, there is some alternative cost to everything. Like if you if you invest in a relationship with a retailer, you sacrifice something else. You, mm -hmm. I mean, you you can't do all things at the same time. And the problem is that if you if you send away like 50 umbrellas to this Olians uh, uh, or whatever mm -hmm. it might be, uh, and 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 they sell those umbrellas during a course of three months, whatever, six months. You cannot do anything with that uh, more than ship them more umbrellas. If you sell 50 umbrellas online, you have tons of statistics, things that you can build on. You have relationship, customer emails, uh, telephone mm -hmm. numbers, and so forth. You, I mean, you're not just uh, a, a, a part of, of a, a sort of a value chain. You are the value chain. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and that's why we have chosen to... Uh, invest uh, more or less all time and money into the online uh, sales and, and the platform that we have and especially ads which is driving uh, sort of mm -hmm. traffic onto our onto our site but of course if we would have like uh, you know more time and, and more money it would definitely be uh, a, a potential route to go with more sort of mid-segment retailers that's a super interesting example because like uh, uh, one podcast we also recorded today and the listeners uh, will had the chance to hear it like two weeks from now when this podcast aired uh, we used the example of uh, uh, 24mx like a motocross retailer uh, for the question okay how sustainable is a business because like e-commerce and digital in general businesses are usually only sustainable if you're able to attract the customers uh, 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 for your website on a monthly basis let's say or five to six times yeah. a year and you've mm -hmm. explained like if there's numbers from the us like 10 11 percent are buying an umbrella that for me that sounds like uh let's assume everybody needs an umbrella mm. it's something people will buy like uh with once in five years to eight years which makes like the frequency question uh, uh, uh coming back really hard in this mm. podcast mm -hmm. here mm. uh, uh what do you do actually with the customer data so uh, what, what do you sell them mm -hmm. next mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly well that's the interesting thing that they are uh Uh, our customers are quite invested in our brand. So when we do new things, like when we do limited series or whatever it might, I mean, we are just in the beginning of sort of expanding our product portfolio. But they uh, then we have their sort of uh, contact details and we can address all these customers mm -hmm. saying, hey, now we have this limited series. And all of a sudden we are so selling, selling that out in like three days uh, on sort of uh, customers that we have sold to previously. Mm -hmm. That's one part. So actually the, the returning... The, the, the average returning customer rate that we have is 8%, which is quite good on this sort of product, given that, you know, you buy this once in a lifetime. That's maybe the sort of mindset yeah. that, you, that you would have. Uh, so they, they, they are eager to, to, to buy more umbrellas, of course, if we were not 
you know, if we wouldn't possess this uh, customer uh, data, then we would not be able to sort of address them. That's mm-hmm. one thing. But one other thing is that we build, you know, target groups and uh, on uh, so, uh, social media platforms, on ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, people as similar to the customers, like look alike target groups that you can create on Facebook and Instagram and so forth. And if you don't have the customer data, then you can't buy the lookalike groups. And the lookalike groups, they have a very high conversion rate because they are quite similar to the to the, to, to the customers. Customer. Hmm. So, but that's only true um, uh, for like in your growth phase, uh, though from a certain point uh, in time, there's like you've reached enough customers or uh, um, this kind of source of customers can be dried out because of the auction principle <clears throat> because other people would would bid for the same uh, target group with similar keywords yeah uh, so um uh, for me like from an outside perspective mm-hmm. this would lead either in the direction of okay if this is the case then it's going to be like a wholesale business in the future because mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they do have they solve the traffic problem by getting brands like yours into their assortment and then Selling them an umbrella in in the winter and and uh, bathing mm. suit in the summer, uh, uh, so to say, um, or you go the other vector, um, creating more product groups under the Kaldak mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, umbrella, <laughs> so to say, <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, nice which are like uh, which do fulfill like a, um, a similar niche because there's lots of stuff without a brand still mm-hmm. accessories maybe mm-hmm. fashion accessories where brands can still be created mm-hmm. is, if, if there, is there some, is there a direction you could think about yeah definitely so we, we will expand the product portfolio just look at right now we have only full-size umbrellas mm-hmm. uh, you just think about the folded umbrellas that you can fit in a, in a bag or in a, mm-hmm. in a handbag mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a huge product segment as well so we are onto that but given uh, sort of the time and efforts that we are putting into our product it takes a lot of time because everything right now if you want to buy components is out of the box from china it's plastic and it's horrible and it, we have to build everything our ourselves and it takes time uh, that's one very interesting sort of uh, uh, evolution of the product portfolio or evolution route compact uh, umbrellas Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it will not stop there because there are so much to do in just take rain fashion uh, as a, if, if you take that as a, as a yeah. product mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will have a lot of things to do there. But we think that even though this uh, product is so old, the market is, is, is extremely immature because there are not that many alternatives for the customer to buy these sort of things that we are, uh, uh, that we are selling. So Uh, and coming back also to the mindset issue that people say, why should I, you know, it's like it, a lot of things are, are, are changing now with Greta Thunberg, whatever, mm-hmm. all, all these sort of people are st- starting to reflect upon things like, how can I really, can I buy 20 umbrellas? Is that, you know, is, is that reasonable? Is that sustainable? And also that's one it thing. It was be merchandise. <laughs> it is not. In they had been produced and, before. And I, I just understand. I'm very rude. It's your podcast and I'm, uh, yeah. I'm throwing no, this no, at you. No, no, so no. I'm so, so sorry. It's okay. Like 20 years later. Cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, would be willing to pay one uh, euro 50 per umbrella. <laughs> no, but we also think, and this is, you know, might sound a bit uh, strange now, but we really, really believe that the trend going forward is that people will buy fewer things with higher quality mm-hmm. we think that's the sort of if, if, if we see a mega trend that will 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 be one of them slow fashion slow fashion exactly mm-hmm. 
So the opposite of throwaway society. And when it comes to fashion in particular, it will be like, you will, you know, if it's shirts, jackets, I don't know, whatever it is that you, you will have sort of a, 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 a quite slim assortment of, of, of things that, that will last for, for, for quite a long time. And our, what we really hope then is that, well, you still need an, um, uh, an umbrella and, and then you will have one umbrella. And if you will have one umbrella, will you have then the one with the real estate broker? No, you won't because it will break in one month and then you will need something with higher quality and then we will be quite well positioned. So I think that all the companies now that are really thinking about quality and really assuring this, not only talking about it in fancy words, and, but, but really putting effort into producing things the right way, the way sh- they should, you know, products should be built. They will have a really nice time, uh, nice time ahead of them when people start, you know, really questioning this uh, fast fashion, uh, like mania that we're in. Mm-hmm. I have a question left on the uh, on the marketplace um, side um, because um, I understand it from a retail perspective that in wholesale uh, you don't have so much markup potential. So otherwise you would lose money if you sell the umbrella for like 30 euros to Karstadt uh, Kaufhof. Um, yeah. um, but you could sell on their marketplaces. So even even Karstadt Kaufhof is opening an online marketplace yeah. or Zalando is doing an online yeah. marketplace yeah. or the auto group or even Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and then you only have to pay like the marketplace premium that yeah. could be something between like 10 to 20%, yeah. which is more or less sustainable compared to your yeah. uh, customer acquisition costs um, on your own website. Yeah. Um, is that something you have, uh, you have played around with? Absolutely. So we actually are doing this now. We have, for instance, Caro Carl, which is a big online uh, retailer in, mm-hmm. in Sweden. One of the biggest ones on, on uh, I think, at least male fashion in, in Scandinavia. They are selling our umbrellas and they have it, you know, quite highly profiled uh, as well. So as one of their yeah, profiled products. So uh, and, and we have also been working with some other uh, players as well. Uh, so and and that's 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 maybe one route to go as uh, as well because then you will still have the problem with not sort of owning the customer uh, data and the customer relationship, but you have uh, far better margins, uh, which makes it still interesting. So, but looking at uh, yeah, so no, now we have Carol Carl as, as an instant, uh, uh, as an example, uh, and that's going quite well. They've sold quite high volumes, so we're pleased with that. So that's definitely one uh, route as well. But it's not as good as selling it yourself. But it's 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 better than the uh, traditional physical retailers mm-hmm. in, in a bigger scale. A question there. So Kira Carlos is, is a men's fashion retailer primarily. Yes. Do you have a part of your target group that's females? I imagine it's mostly because it's not compact umbrellas. It's mostly men. Yeah, so this is really a, a, one of our biggest failures from the start. We thought uh, that Carl Dag would have nothing to do with gender. Mm-hmm. Because... but we. <laughs> We did one big mistake, and that was we were all men. So we said, "Hey, this is uh, <laughs> this has no gender to it. It's, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're male or female." But it actually turned out that it's uh, it, it it do matters, and it's it, it it's partly because it's quite big. So it's the umbrella, itself the, uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. umbrella. So it's it's, it's interpreted as as. Uh, a bit more maleish, or or the, for mm. for some reason, so you can't fold it. But then it also has to do with the with the colors and with a lot of other things that we thought that we you know would uh, w- people would not care in, in in terms of whether they're males or, or females. But uh, so eighty five to ninety percent of all our customers are males. But we are doing we're trying to to change this. So we have like um, 
a series with uh, yellow, uh, pink, pink and, mm. and white and so forth. But there are also mostly males buying those as well. But there, there are females and all our female customers are, are very pleased. But we think that the foldable uh, umbrella will really change this. Mm. Speak more to a female audience. Definitely, because it comes with you know with uh, yeah. In terms of size, it, it fits in a in a in a bag, and uh, you can carry it around easily. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was actually just checking your Instagram, yeah, and I saw that you get tagged quite a bit by people mm-hmm. posting basically photos of themselves with your umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Is that a big big part of the marketing strategy, influencers and social? Uh, it's it's a small part because uh, Daniel Wellington ruined it. They were the first ones to do it, and then everyone else tried to do it, and uh, now it's impossible to get relevant uh, <laughs> uh, to get relevant profiles from for a decent cost, at least. Uh, mm. Our, ex- our experience on 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 Instagram is that all of these influencers are more or less fake. I mean, they have like they are uh, helping each other out, uh, commenting each other's, liking each other's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of images, but it's, it's it's really not driving traffic and it's definitely not converting. But these, uh, so we are not. So the answer is no, not really. Mm-hmm. So these people are actually gen. I mean, they, they, these are happy customers mm-hmm. posting these things. Not we're not telling them to do that. So they're doing it, and it's happening in a quite fast pace. Like you say, if you Google us as well in different forums, on on different platforms, Instagram and so forth, uh, more and more pictures of people with our umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that and that's uh, fantastic, and that that is really really good marketing, and it's also something that is leading to to an increased uh, level of conversion mm-hmm. or conversion rate. So your customers are quite engaged. Very engaged. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can Can you give us a, a rough ballpark where you're standing today, like in sold umbrellas? If you're re- revealing those numbers. Yeah. So I mean, we are uh, uh, first of all our our growth when we started out. Uh, we we naturally started out with very low volumes. I th- I think we like the first two or three days we like sold twenty. We're like yes, and then we <laughs> sold zero in like one month. So uh, and then we thought okay, so these were the twenty customers <laughs> that were waiting for this product. Uh, and uh, and but 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 then it, it uh, since then the revenue sort of curve has been linear, but still you know, heading north. And uh, we oh, have sold... 30. Sorry? So it's 30 now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was 30. Uh, five. No, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's approximately uh, 3,000 uh, umbrellas uh, that we have sold. And we are selling... We have a, a growth rate of 80 to 90% per month now. So we are growing really, really fast. So if we were look at these uh, 3,000 umbrellas, most of them has been sold the last six months. How, what, what do you think about like the your uh, target market size? Let's say for Nordic countries and the Dutch markets, Benelux market. So, um, if, if I could would, would do like a rough estimation, there's probably like a six-figure number. So in the some hundred thousands. I don't know. I I don't know if there's like millions of potential customers. So that's kind of uh, would destroy the brand a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, but there's like some hundred thousand customers in mm-hmm. the most closer market that should mm-hmm. be doable right yes mm-hmm. definitely so uh, coming back to um, we, we think that yeah so roughly one to two percent of all umbrella sold are, you know, are premium umbrellas and given that there are not that many alternatives we really think that we can take a big part of yeah. that chunk and it's uh, it's between seven to twelve million dollars depending on where you uh, you know what, what, what if it's one or two percent uh so that's the sort of that that's the market in 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 western europe and 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 the us mm. but if if people were to change their mindset on 
the uh, coming back to the umbrella mm. uh, what an umbrella is and, and what it's uh, reasonable f- what's a reasonable price tag for an umbrella then the we're talking 10 times or, or 20 times uh, this market mm. uh, I, I'm, I'm certain so uh, and uh, yeah so the, the trend is with us as well so i think more and more people will become more aware will be you know thinking a bit more in sustainable thoughts and being more interested in quality and mm-hmm. then we will be very well positioned mm-hmm. uh, but uh, so for us i mean we have a huge market to grow into so that's mm-hmm. not a problem uh, problem for us so assuming the category grows as well um, mm-hmm. basically being there being more of an interest in high quality umbrellas and this becoming more of an accessory mm-hmm. Have you seen any competition coming up so far since you've started? Yes, so we've seen, and that's uh, I, I, because we we uh, talked about this when we were heading here. Like, if, if we if, is it something that we are particularly satisfied with? And it, it, it you know, we always focus on things that you're not satisfied with and challenges and things you want to change. Mm-hmm. But we've had a few uh, small startups that have sort of ripped us or, or, or just t- t- taken our sort of the concept design and and, and 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 model more or less business model and and just done a copy paste so we have two or three other sort of nordic players now but they are given that we are a small player i can just imagine how small they are but they are sort of trying to do this but with a different angle so we have someone selling uh umbrellas but they're selling it without boxes because it's unnecessary and that's there but we're the first manufacturer ever to have boxes mm-hmm. so of course they are <laughs> they, you know they're trying to find their angle but in terms of bigger players we're still waiting because i think this will come like and then the, the competition will get serious but we need that as well you know to get to like the market the to, exactly mm-hmm. so we would be happy if, if you i don't know louis vuitton i'm coming back to that or or whatever you know those sort of brands that they were really started to get into this market it would be good for us but um, but, but uh, you, you said there's only like one uh, factory left in northern europe where, where do uh, where do let the competition then uh, let produce yeah so they umbrellas? buy everything from china as well okay yeah mm-hmm. and uh, so bad umbrellas yes <laughs> yes yeah but uh, definitely but also a bit cheaper than Carl Dag. so they have tried to place they place themselves in this more sort of mid slash uh, mid this semi premium segment mm-hmm. is there something like big happening in 2020 what you're looking for uh, lots, well, of, lots of a rainy summer is probably yeah exactly <laughs> exactly we're Stop hoping for weather. a lot of rain yeah. no but we are we're talking about raising capital because uh, uh, that's one thing uh, that that we have learned throughout the years. Uh, we have actually had some other. We have some other companies as well together with this group I, I mentioned earlier. Is that it's really easy to underestimate the value of money, even if you've been working in finance as I have for you know my my almost my entire career. Uh, it is about sort of financing growth. It takes. Uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of capital, and if you have to finance it by by revenue from sales, then it grows a bit slow. Mm-hmm. So that could be one thing that we're looking into because we want to uh, accelerate uh, uh, a, a lot of things like marketing. Uh, naturally, uh, we also want to sort of enhance the production process and how we you know produce our umbrellas. We definitely want to expand the, the, the product portfolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to invest a lot of money, really, in, in sort of concept development and brand development. So there are a lot of things to you know throw money at that you cannot get the money back instantly. But right now we are quite dependent on everyday 
you know, sales. Mm -hmm. So we can only more or less invest in things that generate sales right away. So that's one big thing that I hope will take place in, in 2020, that we will actually raise some capital. Uh, and yeah, so the product portfolio I just mentioned, uh, I hope that we will get some new big retailers, uh, hopefully in the US. Uh, that's at least what we're aiming for. And uh, yeah, keep on growing, basically. Cool. Do you, do you seek like new employees? Yes, but uh, we see. Yeah, definitely. But I think that goes hand in hand with uh, with the, with the capital race as well. But we we will definitely need a lot of talented people. Uh, uh, that that will be so. It will be extremely vital. Uh, and what sort of people? Then it has to do with people that knows a lot about online sales and, mm -hmm. and ads and that sort of thing. That that uh, that that we really need some more uh, uh, yeah, uh, smart brains uh, to help us out. But Once again, coming back to it's a, it's a matter of capital. Mm -hmm. I will definitely buy one now. As ah, you have been, really? I, 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 I will give you a good one. discount. Lina, yeah, <laughs> Lina, Lina introduced me to uh, to you as a guest uh, uh, today. It was kind of spontaneous, so I had only today the chance to read a, uh, to, to read about. But it, it, it's a really cool story. So maybe I can make up a little bit my 20s cheap umbrellas. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with this thing, I think all have gone so far. So oh, there's okay. nobody left. It was like uh, blue umbrellas, and I don't remember seeing any blue umbrella within the last two years cool. in my household or garage or a stable. Uh, it's pretty cool. I can buy one definitely. The timing is excellent. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot for uh, being on the show, Thank telling you so much. telling your stories. It's, uh, it's definitely uh, the be worthwhile to. Uh, follows a story, so I'm. Uh, we are really looking into, mm -hmm. and and maybe uh, you will widen up the umbrella brand, uh -huh. uh, uh, going into other uh, rainy products. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, there's there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of stuff where a brand would be needed, and, and I go with your argument that uh, the the better the brand is, and maybe the more expensive products, the the, uh, the better are people in protecting those products mm. and reusing them. That's definitely something uh, which is uh, uh, which is popular right now. Uh, um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really cool, and uh, I will link to the website so people can have a look into uh, the umbrella assortment. Mm, great, thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thank Enjoy you for having that. me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the Carl Duck uh, story, and some of you probably already uh, looked up the online store of Carl Duck, and uh, uh, we've managed to organize a voucher for you. We have like a fifteen percent. Uh, coupon uh, for you. We will put the voucher in the show notes, but it's Le Wimlex 15 for 50%. We will copy it in the show notes. So please only buy your umbrella from Carl Duck and see you next week. Mm -hmm.